0: Thank you, Pastor, and uh, again, thank you to all of you and uh, especially for your prayers and your uh, support that you uh, uh, give us, uh, not just the monetary support, but your encouragement and your uh, just knowing that you're praying for us and uh, being really part of the ministry. Uh, you have to realize that a uh, missionary, the ministry of a missionary uh, cannot be done without you back here praying for them and i i just ask you to continue to just uh be involved with the missionaries back there on the uh wall ish individual and pray for them read their newsletters see where their needs are where they need uh, f- uh for you to pray for them just continue uh just blessing them with prayers because that is really what keeps us going and uh actually that's what keeps pastor going and Uh, others uh, that are in the full-time ministry. So, again, thank you so much. Uh, As Pastor was saying, uh, I want to do a little background on uh, our time here at uh, Fellowship. And uh, uh, some of you probably may not know us, uh, and some of us know us but not that well. So uh, just a uh, background. Uh, In 1980, November of 1980, Uh, I got an offer to work with Digital Equipment Corporation uh, here in New England and at the time we were living in California and uh, so they asked, uh, they offered me a job, they asked me to come down and uh, uh, interview and uh, I, you know, my wife and I really don't do anything apart so uh, instead of just me, me coming alone Uh, I asked if my wife could come and look at the area and things like that and uh, so we both came and uh, they made me an offer and I accepted with one condition, that we could find a fundamental church and school in the area. And at that time uh, uh, the main area was where the group was uh, uh, working in and while I was uh, interviewing uh, Bev went around and looked and uh, she found nothing. Uh, of a good fundamental church in, uh, in that area. And uh, so I went back to uh, uh, my future boss, I guess, and I rejected the offer because of that. And, uh, but he told me that the group was gonna be moving to the Tewksbury area, that if I would reconsider and go look uh, in that area for a church and school. And uh, uh, we got a real estate lady in the area and we told her what we needed. Uh, that the main requirements were the church and school and uh, and a house, and uh, the only church and school that she could uh, think about was a couple Catholic uh, schools and churches in the area, and uh, so we were kind of discouraged at first. And then she remembered uh, her wallpaper person, the person that was. Uh, some of you may know. I'm not. I don't even know who it was. You know, it? I. Lafrenia. Yes. Yes. And uh, he uh, had been uh, trying to witness to her. uh, He was doing some wallpapering. And uh, uh, she had understood of this weird, and she put it that word, weird church in the area that she thought had a school. And uh, when she said that, I says, hmm, sounds promising. You know, so we're kind of weird, so we're looking for it. But uh, as we uh, went around looking at some houses, we passed by the church, and uh, uh, the first thing that uh, noticed uh, caught our eye was a big uh, sign in front with a big verse uh, in front, and that was encouraging. So we went in, and uh, we stopped by uh, and uh, wanted to investigate what the biblical teachings and the uh, stand of the church and of the school. Uh, and so we went in, and the uh, first person that we uh, saw was Mr. Crockett. I don't know if you remember, he was a principal of the school at that time. And uh, so he asked us to go into the office. And actually, before, as we were entering the office, the first thing that Bev says, wait a second, before anything, are you saved? And how in us to explain to us his salvation. We figured if the principal wasn't saved, it wasn't even worth uh, looking into the uh, school. And uh, so he says, Yes, I am. And uh, so we went in and we discussed uh, uh, the teachings, uh, how the school taught in us, what the beliefs of the church were, and all that. And uh, after that uh, meeting, we were sure that this is where God uh, was leading us to uh, go to. And uh, so uh, at that time, we committed to enroll our children in February uh, to the school, uh, our two children. But uh, Mr. Crockett says, well, I'm sorry, but there's no openings. And uh, by law, we cannot add anybody else. But uh, we were so convinced that this is where God uh, wanted us to, uh, and we said, that's okay. Okay. You know, by the time in February comes along, there will be two openings in us. God wants us to be here, and so we went back to California and uh, gave notice at my work and put the house up for sale and began to prepare for our move. And uh, when we arrived in the Boston uh, airport at the Boston airport late January, we stopped. We stepped out of the airport and we thought we had taken the wrong plane. I thought we were in Siberia. <laughs> it was it was actually below zero. I don't remember how much it was below zero and we were with the California jackets and uh, uh, it was cold. (laughs) So, but uh, we got the rental and we uh, came straight to the school, we arrived at the school, we introduced uh, our children and uh, uh, Mr. Crockett said just a week before, you know as a family had been uh, transferred out of the area and two children, and their two children, had to uh, go out of, the, you know, leave the school. And uh, we just, at that time, we praised the Lord, and we knew, without a doubt, that this is where God uh, wanted us to be. And uh, we were here uh, somewhat over five years, and uh, our family grew tremendously under the leadership and the teaching of Pastor Stringer and under the school uh, here. Uh, and I just praise God, it was a uh, big change in our lives. And uh, I just praise God for that. Then uh, about five years later, uh, Digital uh, moved the group over to uh, the uh, Merrimack area. And uh, we tried a little, uh, for a while we tried uh, commuting and we felt we really wasn't uh, uh, for us. and. Uh, uh, we found uh, Merrimack Valley Baptist Church, which really was a new work at that time. They were meeting in a senior citizen center. So we moved there. Uh, sadly, we left uh, fellowship and we mo- started over there. And then about 17 years ago, uh, God called us to help missionaries. Uh, it's a ministry of helps, uh, full-time helping. and. Uh, it is really to offload a missionary from uh, any kind of construction uh, tasks and all that and allow the missionary to spend more time in in us planning churches, in the uh, things that God had called him to do. And uh, so now at this time we spend, uh, normally about eight months out of the year, we spend away from home in... uh, some country or here in the states or away from uh, uh, home uh, helping a missionary. And uh, the Lord has uh, allowed us to be in about 16 different countries uh, mainly speaking English and Spanish uh, because I'm bilingual and Bev is getting to be pretty good. Uh, And uh, a couple countries have been uh, uh, different languages that uh, uh, you got the sign language you have to work with, but uh, uh, Lord has been very good to us, good health that he has given us, and I just praise God for that. And uh, actually while we were here, uh, like Pastor said, you know, as I served as an elder uh, for a while, and Bev actually served uh, as a uh, helper, at the, as a teacher helper uh, for, uh, uh, in the fifth and sixth grade, So uh, we have been involved here. And uh, so that's really kind of a background uh, of uh, how we uh, came to fellowship here. And if you have any questions, you know, we'll be here all afternoon. So feel free to just uh, stop either one of us and to ask us any questions uh, uh, you want uh, to ask. Now, uh, I want you to open your Bibles to Matthew 25 Matthew 25, 14 Matthew 25:14 For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave 5 talents to another 2 and to another one To every man, according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey." Uh, I won't read the rest of the story, we all know it, Uh, but uh, first let's uh, stop and pray uh, before we start. Father, we just thank you so much for uh, your watch and care for us. Uh, We thank you that this uh, church uh, has uh, been here for 50 years. And how you have taken care of it and uh, supply their needs and uh, the firm uh, foundation that you have set here and father we just pray that you would just uh, uh, just give me wisdom and the right words to speak uh, this morning lord that uh, uh, may bring conviction not only to the hearts of the people here but to my heart also and father just uh Uh, guide and direct in everything that we do today, Lord, that uh, it may bring honor and glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, Uh, right now the men are going to pass a form. Uh, Right now, just put it aside, and we'll get to it in a few minutes. But uh, uh, this uh, parable, the parable of the uh, talents, we all know what happened in us. Uh, two of the servants used their their talents uh, uh, well, uh, but one of them went and hid his talent. And later on when the master returned uh, they had to account for what they did with their talents. Uh, Two of them were rewarded uh, for using the talents wisely, and the other one was punished for actually not using these talents at all, and for just hiding it. Uh, But you know, the same is with us. Uh, Our Lord Jesus Christ, before he left this world, uh, in us as we grow, he gives us certain talents for the purpose of serving him. And he left us here with one charge, one uh, commission in us, uh, something that he wants us to do, and that is found in Matthew 28 18 and 20. And uh, we uh, heard it earlier this morning. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You know, this is a commissioning or a command that he gave each and every one of us. It wasn't just to the disciples. It is a commission. It's actually the last words that we see in Matthew of our Lord uh, speaking. And... uh, uh, he has entrusted to us the, word of spread, uh, the work of spreading the gospel. And uh, you know, when we talk about talents, He gives us each different talents. But this is one talent that He has given each and every one of us. If we are believers in Christ, He has given us a talent of telling others, first of all, how we were saved, And second of all, how they also can be saved. And this is not something that we say, oh, I don't have the talent to do that. If you are saved, you can tell somebody else how you were saved. If you cannot tell somebody else how you were saved, then I really would question your salvation if you don't know how you were saved. So this is something that uh, God expects us. Uh, to be faithful in, and just like those uh, servants in us, are you going to be found faithful in what God has given you to do? Uh, look at what First uh, Corinthians four two says. It says, "Moreover, you know." So I'll go ahead and wait. A lot of times I don't wait, and I'm sorry. I, you know, you can write them down real fast and. Verify that I'm. First Corinthians four two says. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. We are stewards of God's word. In you know, us, He's left us here as stewards of His word, and we are required to be faithful in it. The word requires that we, in you know, us, that is expected. It's not. Uh, it didn't say that if you feel like it or you're not too bashful about it. It is, you are required to do it. And uh, uh, the question is, at the end of our lives, are we going to hear the words, well done, the good and faithful servant, or the wicked and slothful servant? You know, as you lazy servant, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Uh, Just like this, Uh, three servants were accountable to the Lord, Uh, one of these days we will also be accountable to our Lord and God. Uh, Have you ever thought about the talents that God has given you? Not only the talent of telling others about the Lord, but other things that God has given you. Any talent that you have, any talent that God has given you is for the purpose of honoring and glorifying God. is for the purpose of building up the unity of the church. Uh, Let's see, everybody has the forms. Now this forms is actually for an exercise I want you to do, but not during the uh, service. Uh, You know, it's just, uh, I will explain it. And then uh, this, ah, perfect, this evening, you don't have to come to church, but you have to do this uh, exercise. No, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna collect it, or maybe I should collect it and find out, put your name on it, and everything. No, but nobody will collect it, and there's no grade or anything like that. But I believe that it would help us understand, first of all, how much God has given us in the area of talents, of the area of What we can do for him. And then we can understand what we are actually using for his honor and glory. I think it'll be an eye opener to see how much we use for ourselves and how little we use for God. And so uh, try to do this uh, on the uh, form, in us on the left side. List your talents. And I'll go over some uh, examples. And then uh, on the right side, we're going to use it for, uh, well, I'll explain that later. So the area of talents, I put there witnessing to others. We can all do that. We all have that talent if we are saved. If you're not saved in us, I would ask you to talk to pastor or talk to me Or uh, somebody here on how you too can be a child of God, how you too can be guaranteed a place in heaven, guaranteed that you will be going to heaven. And any of us will be glad to talk to you about it and show you from God's Word, not what we think or anything like that, show you from God's Word how you can be saved. But here in the area of talent, in us, some have the talent of teaching. We have uh, school teachers. We have Sunday school teachers. Uh, And we may think, well, those are the teachers that we're talking about, the talents. But it's not. If you maybe at work are are required to uh, teach uh, some uh, one or two individuals every so often, or maybe you do some training once in a while, you have the talent of teaching. You know, as God has been developing that talent in the world so you can use it for his honor and glory. Uh, public speaking. You, uh, you may have uh, uh, at work again, you may uh, be required to do some presentations. That is public speaking. Uh, singing. You know, you may not be in the cho- choir, but you love to sing. You know, that's a talent. Uh, playing an instrument. Uh, Hospitality. Some individuals have uh, the talent of uh, being very hospitable by having people over. Uh, Some people, you know, scared to death. They really don't know how to fix things for a group or something like that. But each one of us has different talents. Just list them there. If you need more room, just. Start at the back or just get a piece of paper or whatever and just make the columns. Uh, Working with your hands. Uh, Some people are very good at woodworking, auto mechanics, uh, fixing anything that breaks. Uh, In the area of uh, uh, business uh, sense, some people have real good business sense, some people don't. Some people can't even uh, balance a, a checkbook. So, you know, there's uh, investing, uh, the work with computers. Some are very good at web design, uh, working with software, hardware. The audio, you know, the audio here. The electronics, uh, some people can fix electronics. So just the idea is to fill in every talent that you can think of, whether you think it's small or uh, something... uh, uh, that you're an expert, or whether you just uh, like to dabble in it, or whatever. And uh, and then uh, start making check marks on uh, the right four columns. If you want to add more columns in there, go ahead. Uh, for uh, uh, say uh, recreation or something like that, you can add other columns. That's not a but in you know, as how you use it. Uh, some of them can be multiple. Uh, check marks. But really uh, in us that's in us the first thing that we want to do and uh, try to do it uh, as soon as possible while your mind is still fresh. And uh, I will get back to it uh, a little later in the message. So right now uh, we need to remember who is the one that gave us those talents. It is God. It's not that you know, I work hard at it or I developed it or whatever. And uh, then we normally use our talents or treat our talents in, I have four, one of four ways. The first way is really how the first uh, uh, two servants did it in us uh, using for God or for our master. Uh, As God intended to honor and glorify him. That's one way that we can use our talents. Another way is like the third servant. We hide it. We don't tell others. We make excuses why we don't use it. Uh, Maybe you're good at uh, singing. But you make an excuse that you don't want to be in the choir. Because, well, it takes time. You got to practice. You got additional time that you have to be at a church to practice and everything. Maybe you can play one of the instruments here. You know, maybe you have a good uh, ear for music or for tones or whatever. I, whatever the, you know, so I have nothing. And <laughs> I think everybody knows that. And, but, you as know, my music ability is silch, uh, I remember. Uh, I think I've told you before when I had uh, uh, eager beavers here, little Stacy one time, uh, little Stacy, oh man. (laughs) Uh, One time she says, "Uh, Mr. Arcee, we don't want to sing anymore. And I couldn't figure out why. I kept asking, kept asking, kept asking. They wouldn't tell me. Finally, Stacy in the back says, "Uh, Mr. Arcee, we don't want to sing because you get us all mixed up. (laughs) These are little kids songs. Little five, six-year-old songs. And uh, so I said, okay, if I don't sing, will you guys sing? Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) Somebody get up here and I'm sitting down. (laughs) But, you know, so I don't have that talent. I know that. (laughs) I wish I did, but. So, uh, you know, as we make excuses for why we don't want to be in the orchestra or why we don't want to be in the choir, even though we can sing well, Uh, the talent of teaching. Sometimes uh, uh, we say, oh, that'll take too long to prepare a Sunday school teacher, Um, Sunday school lesson. And uh, so we make excuses. We're too lazy. We're like the last servant. Just hide that talent. Don't want to use it for uh, God's honor and glory. but you know there are other ways. Sometimes we're afraid of being in a big group, teaching to a big group. But there's other ways. You can help in uh, discipling a new believer. There's certain pamphlets that uh, can uh, you can uh, use to help a one-on-one with a new believer. I, uh, you might ask pastor. I think you probably know some of the. Uh, pamphlets that uh, people can use uh, that goes through uh, specifically from uh, uh, what salvation was and uh, baptism and, and all the basics of uh, 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 being a Christian. In a, you can help somebody like that. Uh, also, you can uh, help in uh, tutoring somebody. Uh, somebody from here from the school or some neighbor that uh, goes to a public school, if you're good in math or something like that and you know that your neighbor is having a hard time, you can offer to tutor him. What better opportunity to get to know the neighbors better and for them to see that Christ is living in you and why you're doing this. And then in time, start presenting the gospel. You know, as we have to do all all our talents, we have to really work them back into how we can use them for God's honor and glory. Now, the third way we normally use uh, our talents is to use them for ourselves only. You know, uh, as we want to, well, we first act as if we're the ones that acquired it. We're the ones that earn this talent or we're the ones that build this talent. We don't give God any glory for them. And we did it ourselves. We only give credit to ourselves. And so we start thinking and saying, it took me years to master this uh, uh, ability or this talent or this, uh, 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 say, plumber or electrician or whatever. If somebody wants me, they can hire me. Or it took me, you know, as I'm smart enough uh, to go to college. I went to college and everything, so you know, as I deserve the rewards that comes from uh, uh, all that hard work that I did. But really, think about it. Who is the one that gave you the ability to work hard for your education, so you can get that education? Without God, we're nothing. It's always I I I, with that uh, way that we use our talents. The fourth way is uh, to use our talents only so people can praise us. You know, how so many singers, and I call them worldly singers, actually started in a church. As singing in a church, they started singing. They were good. And pretty soon it went into the, to their heads. And they start singing outside. And now. In us they nothing for the Lord. They're doing nothing. They're doing everything for themselves. For the praise of themselves. And that's one of the things I like. About uh, some of our old fundamental churches. You know. When somebody. You know. As I come to several churches. That somebody comes and sings a special, and as soon as they finish, everybody claps. You know, it just, uh, they're singing for the praise of God, to praise God, not to praise themselves. You know, it's a good hearty amen. To me, it's better than clapping, because clapping usually goes to the people's head, or, uh, uh, you know, so I'm not sure what, but... We need to do it with humility. Whatever we do, whether we do teaching, you know, so a lot of times if we start teaching, we start humbly teaching and studying real hard and pretty soon we think uh, we don't need to study as hard, we're so good at teaching. And then pretty soon uh, we feel that uh, I have to teach that class because I'm the only one that knows how to teach that class and so forth. It goes to our heads, it goes, We start uh, being proud of those things. And it can happen the same with uh, working with computers, working with uh, our hands, uh, doing things. We want to do the things that bring honor and glory to us. And that should not be. We have to remember always that it is God who gave each one of us each and every talent that we have. And uh, also... It is not what we wanted. You know, as God didn't say, okay, make a list of the things you want to do. But it is the talents as he desired, according to his will. And it's for the purpose, really, of building the church. If we go to First Corinthians 12, uh, starting in verse 12 to the end of the chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 12, And we're not going to read the whole thing. We're just going to read a little bit. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, starting with verse 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. And then verse 14 is, for the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? We'll stop there for a minute. Uh, In us, we have many members, many talents here. It's just like if, uh, for the, If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. You know, it's just like saying that, well, if I can't sing a solo, I'm not even going to be in the uh, choir. Or if I can't play the instrument I want, I'm not going to be part of that. We need each one of us. We need each and every member to work together to build up the body of Christ here. You know, it's it's just like in our body. If my foot says, "I'm tired. I don't want to," or "I don't want to walk," you know, so I'm tired of being in the dirt all the time. I want to be a hand. What happens if uh, some, you if that happens, I'm a cripple. It's the same thing with our church. If somebody says, "Well, I don't want," I know the Lord wants me to do that, but I don't want to do it. The church is actually crippled. It is not as uh, working as well as it should be, because some of them are not doing what God has given them to do. And then, uh, verse uh, 18. But now hath God given. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased Him. We have to realize that the job. Or the task that God has given us here in this church is as it hath pleased God. It's not what I want or what we want. Maybe one of us wants to uh, uh, you know, be the one that's uh, up here uh, with announcements or whatever. Wants to, uh, everybody to see him or wants to do the things that are visible. Not many of us wants to go clean the uh, bathrooms. But that needs to be done, or sweep the, or rake the leaves, or do things like that. So we need to do those uh, abilities, those, those talents that God has given us, because we have to work together as one body for the glory of God. And again, I want to emphasize: there's one gift, one talent that God has given you every believer, that is the gift of salvation and the talent of telling others how to be saved. And we have no excuse, none whatsoever, of saying I'm bashful, I can't do it, I'm afraid, Uh, I don't know what they'll say, they might get mad at me. Uh, There's a lot of excuses we find. And I'm putting myself in that. You know, so I find excuses. Uh, or we can say, well, I'm not as good as a pastor. Pastor can go witness to him. He knows more Bible than I do. Uh, I don't know enough Bible. But if you were saved, you know at least that much how you are saved. But, you know, we love to compare ourselves with somebody else. We love to say, well, I'm not as good as so-and-so, so so I'm not going to do it. And uh, uh, in the parable uh, that we saw of the talents, did the Lord compare one servant with another? No. He judged each one individually. Each one was judged on what he did with the talents that he gave. It's the same thing with us. God is not going to compare us with a pastor or with the elders or with somebody else on how we used our talents. He's not going to say, well, look at him. He did a lot better than you did. No. He's going to uh, judge us as an individual, one-on-one, God and me. He's gonna see what I did, and he says, you should have done this, you should have done that. Is he gonna say, well done, good and faithful servant? You know, we're so self-centered that we like to compare ourselves with others. So for two things, To make ourselves feel better, that we do better than somebody else, or to excuse ourselves from doing something we should be doing. We compare ourselves, like in witnessing, we compare ourselves with one of the elders or with pastor or something, Oh, I'm not as good as they are, so I'm not going to do it. So we start comparing ourselves, so we don't do anything, or we compare ourselves with some other people to sh- uh, in us with pride to make us look better but you know god's word in second corinthians second corinthians 10:12 says for we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise when we start comparing ourselves with others, God says we're not wise. Uh, If we want to compare ourselves with somebody, why don't we compare ourselves with our Lord Jesus Christ? It's hard. Very hard. Or, even with Paul. This one verse... Philippians 4.9 was always a hard one for me to swallow, I guess. Uh, Philippians 4.9. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. I always thought this verse, man. The goal of Paul saying this, you know, there's no way I could say that, you know, look at me and do what I've been doing, you know, uh, uh, doing what I've been teaching you and all that. But, you know, one time I was kind of messed up with this verse and I was thinking about it and I started thinking, wait a second, yes. Paul wrote it, but it's the Holy Spirit that told him what to write. And if we put it like that, and as we see, no, Paul didn't have the goal in us, uh, was proudful or whatever, prideful. But he was following the Holy Spirit. And really, if we see the life of Paul, it's very true. If we could follow the you know, it's what Paul did. You know, it's what a change in our community that would make. You know, it's what a change in uh, our neighborhood. So, you know, he could say that because he was following the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, back to the form. Uh, when you finish filling the check marks over here, you know, how you use uh, your talents, uh, and again you can put check marks on multiple columns for the same talent and all this, but once you finish and look at the whole thing as a whole, not individual, you will be able to see where our priorities are. You will be able to see whether your priorities in using what God has given you is for yourself or for other things or for, his, for the work of the Lord. And I think we're going to be surprised. I think we're going to see ourselves way over on the right, you know, as using God's given talents and God's given abilities to be used for ourselves. And for uh, you know, just for bettering ourselves, uh, and less and less for witnessing, or for uh, using it for God's honor and glory. But you know, when we see this, we can begin to search for opportunities to see how. And that's my purpose for this: see how you can use this talent within in us. Uh, For God's honor and glory, whether it be here at church, whether it be your neighborhood, helping a neighbor, helping somebody, uh, or whether we'll be, you know, some of us are very outgoing. We can be outgoing for God's honor and glory. People you meet, you can start a conversation. Some people can start a conversation very easy. You know, you can start a conversation and then lead the conversation to the Lord. And we can start seeing in us how we're using God, uh, God's given talents in our lives. And uh, we can start seeing how we can start changing that to honor and glorify God more. And it's, it's hard. Many things are hard. But you know... Philippians 4.13 tells us, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. It is God that works in us so that we can work and do things. It is not because of my strength. It is not because of your strength. Uh, I can guarantee you it's not because of pastor's strength that he can get up here. It's God doing it. And it has to be that way. And I just pray that uh, we can start uh, using uh, things, uh, the things that God has given us for his honor and for his glory. Thank you.